Welcome to the WRSU Crew, the revolutionary show to hear all things sports, from your very own Rutgers Athletics to the hot topics in all professional and collegiate sports from around the globe, coming to you from your own Rutgers students. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your ride with the crew. You heard the man. It's a Monday crew on 88.7 WRSU-FM, New Brunswick. Chris Acone is here with Dennis Geisler. Raj Shah is fashionably late, but hey, what else is new? Got a lot to get to. Week three of the NFL, all but done. Got a huge matchup on Monday Night Football. Ravens-Chiefs coming your way at 830 tonight. We'll preview that. Jets and Giants, five-alarm tire fire. Even worse than I think anyone really predicted. Yeah. You want, do you want to get this one out of the way first, Chris? Um, I know it's on your mind. Do I want to talk Twitter about feed. the New York Jets? Do I want to? Is want the word to use in this situation? Also, can we just talk about how rude it is that Raj is late? Yeah. Like, I mean, now he's late last week, but that wasn't rude. Yeah. I mean, this is just. Yeah, I don't this... think he wants to listen to the uh, immediate 6 p.m. Monday crew uh, right when we start the Jets uh, fan pain. Yeah. But I mean, do you, I don't... Want to, do you want to get started? on? Yes, that? let's get started. Let's game? get started. Let's do that. Um, as you know, bad. Yes. 36 to seven, 36 to seven, somehow not the largest margin of defeat that a New York team uh, faced today, faced this week. But that's not true. The Giants lost 39 points, to seven. It was two points worse than the no, it was 36 to nine in the 49ers oh. game. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to have to break that to you. I mean, <laughs> we gave up less points, so we're the kings of New York, I guess. I guess that's how that works now, but... The New York Jets I, are broken, Dennis. How... They're broken. You that look much at, is clear. You look at... And this is probably the most heartbreaking thing I've seen in years, many years as a Jet fan, which is... Honestly, that's saying a lot. That's a high bar to clear, or rather a low bar to clear, and the Jets just keep getting lower. If you look at Sam Darnold's body language, his facial expression, his tone of voice in the post-game press conference, that is a broken man. Mm -hmm. That is a man who has just given his all for this franchise, for this team who traded up to get him in the draft, who invested a lot of draft capital in him, although they didn't really invest much of anything in terms of player development, threw the man to the Wolves. I mean, who's he throwing to? Chris Hogan? Okay, Braxton Berrios isn't terrible. Lawrence Cager? I don't know, maybe he's got someone. I never heard of the guy until five days ago. I mean, that's crazy. As a Jets fan, you've just never heard of the guy until this week, and these are the players that Sam Darnold is throwing to. The ESPN app, actually, at one point, he threw a completion. He didn't look horrible. I mean, he had the pick six on the opening drive, but for much of the first half, he didn't look that bad. And that's not to excuse what the second half was, because the second half was Sanchez-esque. But... There, there was one point on the ESPN app where it said Sam Darnold completion to unknown receiver. 
I, I saw a lot of unknown player on uh, the ESPN app this weekend. Yeah, I'm not I mean, sure what's going on there. I'm sure, but... I'm sure part of it is just ESPN dropping the ball, but, you know. It 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 feels poetic for the uh, for the Jets at least, where even ESPN doesn't know who these players are that Sam Darnold is having to throw to week in and week out. Yeah, it's painful. It is. <laughs> Frankly, if Adam, I, okay, I can kind of understand not wanting to fire him now because giving an interim coach three days to prepare for a Thursday night game is not a good situation. I mean. Let's be honest, the interim coach isn't going to do much of anything anyway. But I can understand them wanting to hold off on pulling the trigger just yet. But when they lose on Thursday night, and make no mistake, they're going to lose on Thursday night. Adam Gase needs to be out of out of the door. He needs to be gone. Mm-hmm. When Sam Darnold yeah, throws I mean, an interception. What I'm seeing mostly. When Sam Darnold throws an interception, sorry to cut you off there, Dennis. No, no, continue. When when Sam Darnold throws an interception, guess who's talking to him on the sideline? Is Nobody. It? Nobody. I know the answer. Yes. Not a single person. Not Adam Gase, as Raj Shah uh, joins the crew now. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's not going good. I'm a Jet fan, okay? Why did you even <laughs> Ra- ask me that Raj, question? Raj, how do you think it's going? We're talking about the Jets. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, uh, first of all, I would like to thank myself for being on time. Um, you were not on time, Raj. All right. It's 6.09. Right, right, Chris. It's 6.09. Right, at, least, at least my team isn't stinking, all right? Um, <laughs> Very funny. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I personally think of it like uh, I, I think he's got to go. I think this is, this is dreadful. Like... Um, I mean, Indianapolis is a, you know, a relatively decent team. Um, I mean, they're probably making a big run. I think they have a decent quarterback now, Philip Rivers, who might be a bit old. But, um, you know, barring what Darnold did on that second drive, I didn't see much there from the Jets at all. Um, they can't cover. They can't play defense. They can't play offense. Um, I don't think they can play special teams that well. I think the New York Post the other day, I mean, yesterday I was I was going to bed and this last article I read, and it was like it was just like Fs all over the place for, for the Jets report card, and I, I completely agree with that. Um, I think it's kind of like um, a do or die moment for Adam Gase on Thursday night. He knows everything's on the line, and personally, I mean, Chris, I wouldn't be surprised if they pull out the win against against the Denver Broncos. Both of these teams are in the bottom of the bunker. No, 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 Raj, 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 Raj. The New York Jets offense. Is not an NFL offense. The Denver they Broncos. They have no weapons, though. They ha- they have no weapons. No, um, they don't. Because because e- even even what Denzel Mims, he's out. I think for the rest of the season. And Mark me if I'm correct. Um, no Crowder. Wait I wait mean, wait. What did like, you say about Mims? Is Mims out for the rest of the season? I might no, be wrong. He's but... out for like for a couple more weeks. I think he's definitely not yeah. Out for but they season. need him desperately, Chris. Yeah. Like, you know who they really need? Who they could get back in the short term is Mackay Becton. Yes. And yes. I've heard some encouraging news, as weird as that is to say about the New York Jets in 2020. Encouraging news is he might be able to play against Denver, which they will need. They will need him. Yeah. Um, oh, boy, do they need him. Oh, my goodness. And I mean, there's so much wrong with this team, right? That you need yes. a new regime at the end of the day. If I'm a Jets fan, I'm almost rooting for them to lose on Thursday I night. I can never as, root for them as, to lose. 
I can't. As, as you know, as cruel as that sounds, it's kind of like, you know, I, I was thinking about this last night too. It's kind of like with the Chris Ash situation. You kind of want him to lose because you're like, I don't want this guy another try at the end of the day. I'm done with him. And I think Jets fans are done with nothing. Adam Gase. Yeah, I think we were done with him about a week before when he lost to Boston College. But Well, I mean, this was not much more This might have been his Boston, Boston College, College moment at the end yes. of the day. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I think Adam Gase, I wouldn't be shocked if he pulled out a win on Thursday night. And if he does, he'll be around here for at least for the rest of the season, I would say. With one win? I, I honestly don't see it. Like, how... Chris, who are they going to get wins? right now? Unless the only I mean, way they're going to look, the only way that the New York Jets could possibly still have Adam Gase as their coach come beyond the end of the year. I don't I personally I don't think he makes it to week eight, but they would have to go like 10 and three the rest of the way, go 10 and six and like get a wild card spot, which is so far outside the realm of possibility. It's like six standard deviations from the mean. Like it's not even. Do you think this is an 0 and 16 team on the cards? I, I think it's if you had. Ask me that last week. I would have laughed at you. I said, all right, they'll at least win a few games. But let, let's be honest here. If you watched, I, I don't know how, how much of that game did you, both of you guys watch? Because I know neither of you are really Jet fans. I, I watched none of it. I watched the highlights. Oh, yeah, there weren't much of those. Uh, Dennis, how about you? <laughs> I don't get football in my area. Like, I get football, but I don't right, get right, Jets right. football. Yes, so I keep forgetting none. you're in uh, in Virginia. Um, yeah, I got Washington football team. Wonderful. Team with no name. But back to my <laughs> point. If you watch that that game, as bad as the Jets were, you take out just the two pick sixes alone and then the red zone intercept. Those three interceptions, um, they, they caused two Colt touchdowns and they prevented a Jet touchdown. So that's a 21-point 20, swing. I mean, they lost by 29 points. So, like, without those turnovers, it could have they the Jets could have been in that game if they had a not even a good offense. If they had a not awful offense, the Jets absolutely would have functioning been functioning offense. Yes, they would have at least been in in the realm of possibility of winning that game down the stretch. It was not like we're playing the 85 Bears, and we just need to get out healthy. Like, that's not the situation they were going into. And, and the Colts are a good team. I'll, I'll give you that. But they they weren't – they didn't just lose that game. They were, like – it was like watching, like, the New York Guardians lining up out there. Like, it was – they didn't <laughs> even look to be in the same – no, I'm serious. It didn't even look like they were in the same league. You're you're not wrong, honestly. Like this Jets team is just kind of they're really bad, and I don't know where they do pick up wins. Like the Broncos might be one of their best chances. Uh, they've got two games against the Dolphins later this year. Other so than that, I don't see Bears a fan. ton of. <laughs> okay, we'll get to the Bears later because I do badly want to talk about that. But just uh, speaking on the Jets, I don't know how many wins there are on the schedule. Even there are there are no wins, wins on the schedule. Chris, there's no way you believe that you're you're a favorite for any of these games. Oh no, not a favorite. Definitely not. I do think look, I think at some point they might eke out a win, especially if Gase is fired sooner rather than later. I think they could eke out a win somewhere. No, I think somewhere. No, once you fire I your just, coach, you're tossing in the towel, man. 
That's it. Well, it is no, over. no, no, because the coach is actively making the situation worse. If you get a replacement level coach, I think they'll improve just based on that alone. I mean, the, the end result's not really in question. They're going to be picking top five at the least. Maybe they'll I mean, be zero number... and sixteen is just so difficult. I don't. I don't. I, I say want... that as in like, <laughs> it, it's ridiculous to say like, oh, playing poorly is difficult. But like, it is so rare for a team to just straight up go zero and sixteen. I mean, like, it hasn't I think happened the since the Browns. Probably... And before that, the Lions in 08. So that's what mm -hmm. three teams in the last twelve years. I mean, Miami yeah, won I mean, in fifteen, it's... I think, in two thousand seven, right? Yeah, but we're not counting that. They won a game. Same thing with the Browns. Yeah, uh, that's that's one game. The year after. <laughs> I think there's got to be at least one win on the table for the Jets. But at the end of the day, this is going to be a very bad team. And it is probably best to cut their losses sooner rather than later. Say, we're done with this coach. We're rebuilding now. Let's we're also see what, done with this quarterback. Do uh, okay, okay. All right. Now, that no, was going to no. be my next. All right. Here's what I'm going to say <laughs> about Sam Darnold. As a Jet fan, as a Darnold supporter. I'm going to give my thoughts on this, and then I'm going to stinks, op right? open the floor. I'm going to turn off your opal if you keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> he did not play well against the Colts at all. He was and, a disaster. What are we talking about? And I will be the first person to admit that. It was one of his worst days. I say one of because the Patriots game in 2019 was like Nathan Peterman-esque. Like, that was just a bad day for him. Having said that, I want to, at the very least, if nothing else, I want to see if they fire Adam Gase in like week five or whenever they end up pulling the plug on him. I'd like, and if, and especially if guys like Perryman and Mims can get healthy, I'd like to see what he does freed from the shackles of Adam Gase. I'm not saying he's definitely your guy going forward. I think I need to see more out of this year. I want to see a larger sample size out of this year before I'm all in on pull the plug on Darnold to get Trevor Lawrence. I'm not, I, I'm not I there honestly yet. Don't see any, I, I honestly don't see any way that you pick a quarterback this year if you are the Jets because there are just so much bigger issues on this team. Like, is Trevor Lawrence better than Sam Darnold? Yeah, probably. Is a quarterback, uh, is a new quarterback what the Jets need right now? Absolutely not. They need, like, offensive weapons they need an offensive line there are so many other things that this team needs a lot more than a new quarterback and sam darnold will suffice for a couple of years while they are trying to build up that arsenal it's not like new college players will not come around it's not like clemson's not going to find the next trevor lawrence or oklahoma's not going to find well oklahoma might be a bad example right now but uh there will be great quarterbacks that pop up in the draft in the future, and you don't need Trevor Lawrence right now. I don't think he's going to turn around this franchise overnight. You really need to build up that team around him, and that's what I think they need to be prioritizing in this draft is get as many great young players as possible and have them as a part of the team, as a part of the culture moving forward with Darnold as just the quarterback for the time being at the very least. Uh, I'm I'm a hundred percent with you, Dennis. I think, look, if he has like a bunch of more games down the last uh, 13 games left in the year where he looked like he did against Indianapolis, then okay. I can get on board with uh, getting Trevor Lawrence. 
And if they do end up picking number one overall, it's going to be hard to, to justify not picking him. But, and I think that a lot of Jet fans aren't fully thinking this through, that's like the nuclear option because, as you mentioned, this is a team that needs, they definitely need more weapons. I mean, I think Denzel Mims, when he gets healthy, he'll, he'll develop into a solid player, but you need more than that. Um, I really like, I really like a couple of the receivers coming out of this draft. I really like um, Jamar Chase out of LSU. I think he'd be a good pickup for the Jets. Um, I don't know if I would take him number one overall, but you need offensive you make weapons. A trade down for picks. Yes, you need. You could do that. And I mean, the Jets have four first rounders in the next two years because of the Jamal Adams trade. Granted, those extra firsts are going to be lakes are from the Seattle Seahawks, who might win the Super Bowl this year, but. They're first-round picks, and if Joe Douglas is as good of a drafter as we think he is, you know, he can do plenty with those picks. If you hit on three of those picks, you're good. Like, yeah, exactly. they've got the draft capital to build around a quarterback, and I would not I, – I don't want to jump to Trevor Lawrence when we don't – when we could potentially use that pick on either a guy like Jamar Chase or an offensive lineman like – because the offensive line, that's probably the biggest area of improvement. Actually, I would say it's probably the only area of improvement for the Jets so far. They've, they've had inconsistent moments, and now they're down two starters. But they at the beginning of the year, they looked better than they were at all last year because last year that unit was atrocious. And that doesn't even take me to the defense. I mean, I look at the defense right now, I see like maybe – Two, three guys you keep. Marcus May. Um, I, I don't even know. Like, Bless Austin looks like a solid corner. Really, the secondary uh, has a couple keepers. But other than that, like, this team needs a lot more than what it has right now. Even when you account for all the injuries. And, oh, by the way, C.J. Mosley opted out for COVID concerns. And he was photographed bar hopping in Alabama. So... I'm done with that, Bozo. All right, Raj has I been like very it's patient. Like a symbol, it's almost like a symbol of the whole Jets team, no? The whole Jets team are Bozos? That's reasonable. <laughs> no, because we are paying C.J. Mosley God knows how many millions of dollars. And he's just... We've gotten a half a football out of him. Went down a but What's that, Chris? He I went mean, down in the second half against the Bills in week one of twenty nineteen. And he opted out this year. So we've gotten a half yep. of him. He's the, he's like the Jed Lowry. Well, I shouldn't even say Jed Lowry because Jed Lowry didn't opt out. He's like a mix of Jed Lowry and Joanna Cespedes. Who's the who was the football player who retired mid half last year? Oh, that's a really good question. I don't remember. Dennis? It was the Bills play. Was it? Uh, was it? It was someone on the Bills, but was I don't it Vernon remember. Davis? It might have been. Dennis, do you uh, of, remember this guy? That's who CJ Mosley's reminding me of. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, it was uh, Vontae Davis. It was Vontae Davis. Uh, Vontae okay. Davis. Okay. All right. Yeah. It was Vernon Davis's uh, brother. I think that's what the Jets Which, team should hilarious. do. Hilarious. That is the a very funny thing to do. <laughs> Chris, do you agree with that? I think they should just pack up the season halfway through the season. It's a good thing they don't have fans in this year. Oh, it's a very good thing that they don't have fans. Look, I was, um, I had a gig 
in 2018 where I got to be a photographer runner. Basically, you collect the SD cards and you um, like run them back to the photo room to get processed. I uh, was able to do that. It was unpaid, but I was able to do that for two games. First one, they beat the Colts 42 to 34. And the second game was like the game where everyone like realized that Todd Bowles wasn't it. It was when they lost. I don't even remember. I think they were playing the Bills. They lost like 42 to 7 or something abysmal like that. And like Matt Barkley looked like Drew Brees. Like it was an awful game. <laughs> and the vitriol coming from Jet fans as I would run behind the Jets bench to like go do my job was like not fit for FCC airwaves. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Add in the fact that now you're talking about Adam Gase potentially destroying the potential of Sam Darnold, who many Jet, most Jet fans looked at as like the best quarterback that the Jets have had talent-wise since Joe Namath. And by the way, I, I think he has the arm talent to succeed in this league, but the way the organization has treated him, they have treated him like garbage. They have done nothing for him. They don't even have a quarterback coach on the coaching staff. No, that's Adam Gase, that you fool. Bad. Yo, yeah, Adam Gase. What is Adam Gase doing on the sidelines with Sam Darnold after he makes a mistake? What is he doing, hey, Raj? Well, nothing. He's coaching him. He's, he's not doing anything. Him. He's not coaching anybody. He's got just sitting other there responsibilities, with his, Chris. He's with the his head googly eyes and, like, just staring yeah, into emptiness. Yeah, but that's emptiness. why you hire a quarterback's coach. Hey, yes. Chris, hey, Chris, yes, look, at the po- Chris look at the positive. What? Chris, look at what the positive. positive. At least what? the Jets... <laughs> At least the Jets coaching staff isn't getting any penalties for not wearing their mask. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's my concern (laughs) right now. Yeah, okay. The team is the worst it's been since Rich Kodite was running the ship. And, like, I'm just glad that they're following the COVID protocols. Congratulations. Adam Gates is going to be an unwitting spreader of disease. Let's go, Jets. That's the best thing I've heard possibly all season. At least he wears his mask properly. Pathetic. I think he wears his mask because he doesn't want to show his face to the Jets fans. That's what it is. I mean, the worst part of his face are his eyes, and those are still very visible. So, unless he wears a ski mask on the sidelines. Hey, Chris, you know, I really, I'm, I'm going to root for the Jets on, on Thursday night because I'll love for this show to continue. If he, oh my God, if he is the coach of the New York Jets at the next, at the time of the next Monday crew, you guys are going to hate me. What if he wins? Uh, <laughs> like, like I'm going to become the most unbearable board operator in the history of WRSU sports. But, but what if he wins on Thursday night, Chris? You haven't answered that question. He's not going to win on Thursday night. Does this look like a team? But what if he does? That is, I, I don't even want to think about that. That is not even in my stream of consciousness right now. But you're going to be rooting for them, aren't you? I, I mean, I don't want them to lose, but I don't want Adam Gase so to you be the want, head coach. You want a tie. You want a tie. Well, no, I'm not the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Like, come on. Team more ties in the NFL. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's a team with their own problems. I'm I, not going to – I'm in no position to criticize any other NFL team, but oh, oh yeah. The Eagles you have were just their saying, own problems. You were just talking down to the Bears. <laughs> what? No, I, no, I wasn't. I, was, I said, I said oh, the Colts – Oh, was that Raj? I was complimenting I was the 85 <laughs> Bears, not the 2020 I, Bears. I could have sworn somebody said something about the Bears. Um, it no, might have been Raj, I, though. I, no. But – I oh do want to talk about the Bears, though. We, we will get, please talk about We will get to the Bears, because there were actually some big news out of the Bears camp, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Nick Foles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, gonna, okay, so... Can we save that for the next segment, though? Because I kind of need a yes. cooling-off period. 
Yeah, that's okay. If if Adam Gase is the coach this time next week. I can't oh wait for Thursday night God. football. Oh my God. <laughs> Raj, you might very well be the only one in both. Yeah. Actually, might be the only one watching because that game is be dreadful to watch. <laughs> oh my goodness! Just like, in general, I think you you have to be the only person how do you looking give forward that, to how Broncos do you give that game a prime time spot, spot. I don't understand. Well, Thursday night football understand. almost never gets good matchups. Like no, they you get decent matchups. Not yeah, really. it's very funny. Not really. <sighs> I mean, tonight's matchup is gonna be good. Oh, tonight's matchup is. Oh my God, that that's an AFC title game preview. Potentially, yeah. I think it's most very likely. I, th- I, th- I thought you expected the Jets to be in the AFC title game this year. I think I need to turn off your line. I think we've heard enough of Raj Shah. <laughs> you heard the car keys. You heard Kanye. Slots of the week. It's Monday Crew on 88.7 FM. Chris Akonis, Dennis Geisler, Raj Shah. I never realized that song was Kanye. It's Homecoming. It's from the graduation album? I honestly I honestly completely forgot that song existed. You got to listen to the whole album, Dennis. Go on Spotify. Look up the graduation. I know I do. The graduation I know I album. I graduation. It's some of, some of his best work. It really is. I know. Anyway, locks of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I would it, would either of you like to go you like first? To... Yeah, I can go first. All I'll... right, Raj, oh, you have okay, the floor. Raj can do it. I don't know. This might is it really considered locks of the week? It's gonna be kind of locks of the two weeks if that makes sense. Because I'm gonna talk about. Oh my god. Well, you guys don't watch, but I'm gonna talk about the French Open. No. Okay. Oh boy, here we go. All right, thank you. Um, so, so I, I was looking at the lines today and I, and I hammered the lines because I had to, they have Rafael Nadal who hasn't, who's lost like the French open twice in the last like 14 years, um, as a plus 125, you never get plus value on Rafael Nadal in the French open. You got to hammer that. You got to hammer that home. You know, he's going to win that title. Um, and if you think that, you know, Djokovic or Dominic team is going to be one of the players to come in, I mean, they're, they're great value too. You could almost do like. You almost could hedge your bets at the end of the day on either on all three of those players, and you're destined to make money. Um, but if I had to take my, my chances on that, I mean, just put – I'll put my house on life on Rafa Nadal to win the French Open. That's how confident I am. That's pretty confident. That's pretty confident. I hope it goes well for you. Chris, nothing? Chris, nothing from I, you? I, I really have nothing to add from a tennis perspective. You're, you're just too exhausted from talking about Adam Gase. Unless – Unless my boy Stefano Tsitsipas shows out, I'm not really interested. Oh, the, oh you only support the Greek players, I see. Yes. Yeah. So are you a big uh, Milwaukee Bucks fan, too? Kosas Atenekumbo was in the NBA Finals, so. Oh, all righty. <laughs> Dennis, you want to you wanna let us know what your lock is? Uh uh, I was going to let you go next because mine is going to be about the NFL game tonight and we could like transfer into talking about that when I do my lock. Okay. Um, so I'm also looking at uh, Chiefs Ravens. Wow. Um, oh, okay. Well, hang on. Hang on. Everybody calm down. Everybody settle down. It's not about who's going to win the game. Oh, it's about the spread, isn't it? No. I'm digging in 
to the prop bets. First oh. touchdown score, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, plus 700. Book it. That's my pick. That might be the worst lock of the week ever. How? Those bets, those prop bets never hit, Chris. That's why they're prop bets. <laughs> I gotta say, it's pretty bad. I don't care. I don't care what any you say. I, I, I have had you plus might, you might as well say you might as well say you're going to win the Super Bowl this year. I have had enough of both of you. You are obviously you are out obviously to get out me to get after me. I've had a after horrible had a weekend. weekend. I'm just I'm I'm done. I, I can't. I... Dennis, what is your lock of the week this season? Well. Uh, mine was just going to be, be, well, mine was going to be against the spread, but now that I'm looking at it, the over-under is 54 and a half, and I really like the over. Like, these teams score a lot. They have really good offenses. Their defenses aren't bad. That's actually pretty low, considering who's playing. I know. That's why I want to take the over. Yeah. It was just, uh, it came to me in a vision. I just see, ah, 54 and a half. I like that a lot. So, yeah over on chiefs ravens i also think the ravens will win but i like the over more than i like the ravens winning i gotta say while we're on the subject the i spread. do like the chiefs money line plus 148 getting the chiefs at plus value no matter who they're playing that that's pretty good yeah you know that's what was a really true. good money line you know what was a really good money line guys last what? night aaron Rodgers in prime time getting plus value for aaron Rodgers in prime time can't miss that up I mean, yeah. you're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. Although in hindsight, Although in it's hindsight, easy to call anything a lock. That's absolutely uh, true. Absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you guys get a chance to watch the Bills game yesterday? No. No. Uh, no, but no, it but looked pretty fun. It looked pretty fun. It didn't look fun at all. all I saw the game was like twenty-one to three at the half. To win that game. That's what it was. <laughs> I saw the game at 21 to 3 at the half, and I'm like, oh, this game's over. Wow, what a fun game. And then I see the ending score, and I'm like, what happened? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a tough, yeah, I don't know. My head is broken. Adam Gase ruined me. I, I was having a nice weekend, and then just ruined it. I'm sorry, Chris. What'd you say, Raj? What'd you say, Raj? What were you expecting the Jets to win yesterday? I was expecting better than I got. Is that like too much to ask? I'm surprised you guys scored in regular time, not garbage time. All right, we're going to give Raj another yeah, time One touchdown's not that bad. We'll, we'll let Raj... Can I talk about the Bears now? Yes, please. Go right ahead. Well, we'll let Raj oh, uh, plug okay. in his headphones so... so we can deal with the echo, too. In addition to him trying to push yeah, my buttons great. about Adam Gase. All right, Dennis, <laughs> Nick Foles, starter in Chicago. You have the floor. So, uh, well, I, I guess I just want to lead into this. So I'm watching a Washington football team game, uh, and I see the uh, they have the little highlights pop up, and it's the Falcons-Bears highlight, and the Falcons score first, and they miss the extra point. And I'm like, wouldn't it be very funny if they lost the game because of something relating to that missed extra point? And then late in the game, as they are driving down the field, and they have a kicker who's pretty good from the 40 to 50 yard range, but they have to score a touchdown because they're down by four, which if they were down by three, they'd only have to kick a field goal to go to overtime. Uh, that was very funny. And I liked that a lot. Uh, secondly, 
a very normal Bears team, very normal uh, comeback. Uh, I knew they were going to win the entire time. So uh, personally, I am super glad that Trubisky is gone, and I am extra, extra glad that uh, they had their Trubisky experiment for two and a half games and started the season 3-0 and still, which is absolutely mind-blowing for me. Because Nick Foles is such an obvious upgrade over Mitch Trubisky that... Now you know what it was like, like to be a Jets fan even... in 2010 when you had Mark Sanchez leading you to the AFC title game. Bad mm-hmm. quarterback, good team. Well, I mean, I was a Bears fan when Rex Grossman led them to the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's a name I haven't heard there, in years, there... and rightfully so. Yeah, I know. I I haven't said it in years, and I'm a Bears fan. <laughs> um but I was super excited to see Nick Foles playing. Uh, I thought he played really well from what I saw. And obviously leading the 20 point uh, fourth quarter for the Bears, like they can do that in normal time and not coming back from a 16 point deficit. This team's functional and that's really great for me. Uh, this team, like obviously this team hasn't looked good this entire season. The Lions game they shouldn't have won, the Giants game they shouldn't have won, and the Falcons game. Uh, I'm not going to say they shouldn't have won that one because the they actually did play a better quarterback. But given what happened in the first half, they probably should not have won that game in the second half. And at this point, the Bears going forward are reasonable contenders, I'm hoping. Like... They've got uh, Nick Foles starting quarterback. They've got Allen Robinson. They've got David Montgomery. Like, this is a functional football team. Jimmy Graham is actually not playing too poorly himself, which is crazy to say. But, I, I yeah, I really think that this team is uh, starting to put something together. I'm really feeling it. And even though they will have to contend with a lot of teams in the NFC, uh, obviously, they'll have to play the uh, Packers twice down the line. Uh, it's that it's always going to be kind of weird in the NFC because one of the teams, like whoever wins the NFC East, is going to have like a six and ten record or something pathetic like that. But for the rest of the NFC, it means it's going to be that much harder to get the record up in order to uh, actually get a playoff spot. One of the well, it's three wild card spots now, so I guess it is a bit easier than I was uh, initially thinking. So, I really am uh, excited about what this Bears team can do now with Nick Foles in the driver's seat for at least the rest of the season. I know it's the whole thing with Nick Foles that he comes in as a backup, he dominates as a backup. He doesn't really do anything when he's given the permanent starting role and then he gets shipped off somewhere else. And I'm perfectly happy to see him doing that good part of his thing on the Bears. Like, I'm, <laughs> if he's going to play well uh, like this for the rest of the season, I'm super happy to see it. If he can lead the Bears to the playoffs, I'm super happy to see it. And yeah. It's got to feel bad for Falcons fans, though. I do feel bad for them. But <laughs> at the same time, it's too funny to feel bad like it i don't know any falcons fans and it's really funny that the falcons are losing like this so i can't worry all the falcons fans became jets fans yeah i don't know why they'd want to do that shut up raj you don't know what you're talking about 
I'm just kidding. They all the, deserted them in, after the 2017 Super Bowl. They're, they're the Falcons, the of, look. The king of choking. They're the king of choking. Well, look, the Falcons I, have No actually... other team in... I, I just want to share this one stat. Go ahead. No, I believe no team in NFL history has blown multiple 15-plus point leads in the fourth quarter. The Falcons just did it in back-to-back weeks. Or sorry, they haven't done that twice in the same season, and the Falcons did it in back-to-back weeks. But continue. Well, you know how to bet next week then, huh? That's a lock of the week right there. <laughs> the big don't pick the Falcons. Just live bet the Falcons opponents when they're uh when the Falcons are up by fifteen. That's how you make a decent living in today's America. Um <laughs> But I-, I was gonna say, like, say what you want about the Falcons, and I'm sure Falcon fans have plenty to complain about. Like, at least you have a lead. The Jets have not led mm-hmm. at any point in any game this year. Isn't yeah, it great, I, though? I definitely That's see how you become the comeback from. kings. No, no, like, it's not I, because I do they don't come back. They just lose by even more points in the second half, Raj. <laughs> oh, my like, God. Like, I do think that the Falcons, like, it, it, it... At least you can't just say, okay, we need a whole new coach. Like, their coach is clearly on the hot seat and a lot of people are talking about that but you can't necessarily just say oh we need a whole new coach and that'll fix things because clearly he's doing things right for three quarters of a game it's just that final quarter where it's not closing the game out that really needs to be fixed and where it feels bad to be the falcons because they do have a lot of great players on this team and they are clearly putting up some pretty solid point totals matt ryan's had some pretty good games and just when you get to those last couple of minutes, the Falcons just fall apart and they're not able to make it happen. Also, I'm watching the <laughs> in the final interception over again, and that was that was a pretty bad throw. Uh, that was just very overthrown by Matt Ryan, and he tossed away the game on that one. But he had to throw deep because they couldn't settle for a field goal. And uh, yeah, that's... Sad for the Falcons, but fun for me because I'm a Bears fan. Speaking of fun things, I do want to talk about the tie. Because oh that's, boy, everyone loves a tie. I well, my the first thing I'm going to say is that the NFC East right now is two nine and one. That is the worst record. I believe it's uh, no, it's the second worst record of any division since the creation of four divisions the only worse one was 2002 and or afc north at two and eight um through through this point of the season i have to add um basically what i'm saying is that the nfc east is awful and really the only win that the nfc east should have is the one against themselves the washington football team over the eagles uh so yeah, this division's awful. Uh, Bengals Eagles is hilarious though. Just the fact that it was a tie game. Like it I, I guess to be a tie game. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, I, and I was talking about this on Are You Entertained earlier, um, because we were uh, bringing up football just as we started the week, and uh, the delay of game penalty with seconds left on the clock that put them pretty significantly like. 59-yard field goal, pretty bad, but potentially doable and probably worth it because even if you miss, what are you? What what are the Bengals going to do with that? They have 19 seconds left. Uh, if they do score, they probably deserve it. 
um, and their offense has not been moving the ball very well. Uh, and if you get the field goal, you go home with the win. That's it. Game's over, you win. Uh, instead, they take a delay of game penalty, and then they punt the ball, basically guaranteeing that the game is going to end in a tie. Which is <laughs> just ridiculous to me. Game. It was so funny. Oh my god. It's incredibly funny. I laughed really hard when I saw the punt uh, come up because I was watching the the game cast and I just saw the punt come up and I just like started laughing. And I mean, uh, like, what do you? Th- I mean, like, I know there's a possibility the punt might get blocked and they, and and like they get a good field position. I mean, the 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 field goal might get blocked and they get good field position and everything. But like, why not go for the win? You desperately need a win, and now you're playing for the tie against the Bengals. If you if you play for one, if you play for the tie, that's extremely lame. Like no matter what, playing for a tie is the lamest thing in the world. Uh, Chris, if you can pull it up, you can uh, try to find the audio of Donovan McNabb uh, not knowing that ties existed. Um, Looking for it, which is a really good press conference clip from like it, it was years ago when the Eagles and Bengals tied actually, and Donovan All right, McNabb I've got it on did here. not know. Um, I got it on here. Just give me one sec. Let me fade it up. All right. Turn it on YouTube. And here we mm-hmm. go. Happy after, after loss. Happy after win. How do you feel after a tie? Well, I've never, I've never been a part of a tie. I uh, never even knew that that was in the rule book. Um, but again, you know, it's part of the rules and we have to go with it. So, um, you know, I was looking forward to the next opportunity getting out there and, and trying to drive to, to, to win the game. But um, unfortunately, uh, with the rules, you know, we settled with a tie. Did you know the game was over when it was over? Well, when the play was called, I, you know, I kind of figured that I guess there's there's ties in, in the NFL. So, um, you, you know, didn't know I mean, no, I didn't know you that. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, what were you saying on some of those those that you made in the tight spots? I mean, what were? I I love that clip so much. I've seen it a bunch of times since yesterday, and it's it, it's such a good clip because why are there ties in the NFL? Like, honestly, they should have a field goal shootout where, like, you have to kick a field goal from five yards back on each try. So the first team, I hit think a that would be yarder. really fun. Like, I mean, like, it's ridiculous, but it sounds it's ridiculous. Fun. But like, at the same time, it's like you're not going to use it in the playoffs. You, you're in that situation like once every three or four years as it is, which is also the same oh, amount so of frequency like where a team in goes a situation 16, where the tie but... would have happened. So overtime has just like ended. it's not common enough where it's like, oh, that's a fluky like that, way actually. to end the game like. In like, for instance, in like in soccer tournaments, I hate penalty shootouts because they happen too frequently and they're too random. But in a very rare situation, obviously an NFL season's long. It's a very physical game. You don't want guys playing two or three overtimes like it's the NHL playoffs. You know, like why not have fun with it? I I honestly, you know, I was going to propose a, uh, a more college like system where you just, you know, put the teams on not the twenty five, but maybe like the fifty. And uh, they just go back and forth, seeing who can score and match the other team's score, just like college does. Um, but I like your system so much better <laughs> because that it does sound really fun if it ever comes to that, and it would make it a lot more entertaining. Like I would absolutely watch any field goal shootout that happened. Um, I do think, yeah, e- even though I don't like the NFL playoff system or not the playoff system, the uh, overtime system, uh, just because winner take all like winner take all on a touchdown is such a weird way to do it because one team's offense can have no chance to actually play like half of the game potentially does not actually get to do anything 
Um, it's just a really awkward way of going about it, but I, I like your system a lot. I think it's very fun. And it does get to test these kickers on longer and longer field goal kicks because, like, w would you allow, like, uh, blockers or, like, w would it just be, like, um, a, a shootout with no defense or what? No, I would... I... Hmm. I would keep the defense out there, like as if it were end of game uh, field goal. But just you start okay. on, like the start like the twenty five yard line, have it be like sudden death because like if you miss a twenty five yarder, you're not gonna hit a forty yarder two plays later. Mm -hmm. So like, unless like you know both teams miss, then obviously you keep yeah, going. I think the other team should have to match it. Yeah, and then you know like you'd have to have some sort of system because if both teams keep missing, you can't keep moving it further back because that would just devolve into a farce. But Mm -hmm. there's a way where you could do it i mean it's not like like i said this isn't like a huge deal because it's a very rare situation so like i yeah it is a really rare situation and like i think that's a lot more interesting than just making it a tie like just for the audience's sake more than anything else a tie is just so it's so lame and it makes the nfl look kind of ridiculous because here you take this game of football which it, it 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 doesn't feel like it should end in a tie like as uh donovan McNabb said like oh i didn't really realize there are ties like a lot of people don't realize there are ties in the game until a tie happens and it happens like every season i swear but and usually it's pretty early on to the season when people aren't like playing aggressively and it's like these teams should have been playing aggressively like, if there are any two teams that should have played aggressively, it was these two. And instead, they punted six times in uh, overtime. Like, si six overtime punts. Just think about that. Six of them. It's absolutely ridiculous. And these teams really should have, like, played to win, you know? They just needed to play to win. Cincinnati, okay, so Cincinnati had a fourth and four at their own 43. That's a doable fourth down, and it's in overtime. Like, just go for it. <laughs> and instead, they just punt it, and it punts back, and it punts back and forth, and they keep doing this, and it's so... It's just so bad. Like, these teams are just playing so poorly, and the coaching is so poor that, uh, I don't know, it just feels sad. So yeah, I fully endorse the field goal shootout. Actually, Raj, anything you want? Any other games add that... to this? Oh, no. Okay. Any other games that caught your eye, Raj? Um. Well, I already mentioned the Bills and the Rams because I was pretty upset about that. Um. Maybe the I mean, I mean the Cowboys Seahawks game was probably one of the best games of the night. I mean Packers and Saints. That was really exciting. I regret not that, watching more were... of that, honestly. What, the Cowboys and the Seahawks? Because it was on the same time as the Jet game. <laughs> you continue to watch that Jets <laughs> That's game? That's so sad. I'm a New York Jets fan. New York Jets fans what watch a, what, New York Jet pathetic. games. That's pathetic. What kind of fan would I be if I didn't watch at all? It's kind of like a Mets fan, you know? It's kind of like being a Mets fan. Well, no, it's different because the Mets play way more games. And no, it's it's kind yes. of it's kind of the same principle because yeah, if you they know your do team's play more games. Playoff, That's just a fact. But, I, but here is the thing: <laughs> I no cannot point, honestly give no my take on watching... how we can fix the New York Jets until I fully comprehend what is broken. 
Chris, I'm really sad that you decided to watch the Jets game as opposed to turn the channel over. To oh, well, I'm Dallas sad that Cowboys I'm a Jet team. fan. What do you want from me, Raj? <laughs> Find a new team. Find a new team. It's not no. too late. I am loyal. I stand by my guys in times of adversity. I mean, not the current when guys. The, they all have when to was go. The last, but when was the last time the Jets won a Super Bowl? You know the answer to that question. Exactly. There's been a whole generation. Of Thirty Jets years, fans. and. 11 30 months. years, more like 50, more like no, 50 years, No, 30 right? years and 11 months before I was born. It was January oh. <laughs> of 1969. I was born December of 99, so almost 31 years. From the time of my birth, I'm in college now, that the New York Jets last won a Super Bowl title. Last one or played in one, right? That is correct. They have not played in a Super Bowl. Wow, Their last playoff sad. appearance... Oh, well, we all know that. 2011. 2011. I was in fifth grade. Fifth hey, grade. Hey, as, as a Cubs fan, it feels really great when they do get that one win. Oh, yeah, I, I, look, for... whenever the Jets do win the Super Bowl, it will be the single-handedly the happiest day of my life. Like, like that's just a fact. And that's probably the only thing keeping me going. Because I imagine myself and, like, However many years, notice how I don't put a specific timetable on it, you know, just <laughs> having, a, having a Super Bowl party, um, seeing the Jets hold up the Lombardi trophy and thinking to myself, man, remember when we had to sit through Adam Gase? Then we'll laugh. Are you going to think, think about of the Adam good old Gase days when the Jets win the Super Bowl? That's so sad. No, That's because so no, 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 it's not <laughs> because Dennis, it's the hard times make the good times feel better i guess ask yourself this who do you think would value a championship more the new england a new england patriots fan or a new york jets fan it means more when you've suffered it means more. That is true. I mean, you don't have to remind yeah, me. Yeah, but of the this. new england patriots fan. fans know, all suffered before tom brady came along. That was like that's like ancient history, raj. <laughs> like that's so long ago. But it's ago. true, though. But it's true. It's but true, it's true. But like at this point, like they've won so many Super Bowls that it doesn't matter. Do you think it's like Jets, saying Jets that the Lakers were many... garbage in Minneapolis, so they can't celebrate like however many titles they've got. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. It's not the same comparison though, because ah, oh, whatever, Chris. I'm gonna let you go. You've had a tough weekend. I, I have, and you're not making it any better. <laughs> But yeah, Cowboys Seahawks, great game. Cowboys Seahawks was a tremendous game. Um, Russell I mean, Wilson Packers is very good. Surprise! Yes, yes, yes. Russell Wilson is very good. Um, still no more. Still no MVP votes, correct? Well, since we last talked about it, like two weeks ago, no, <laughs> he has not gotten no, any right, MVP right. votes. <laughs> um, no, I was forgetting who I talked and had that conversation with. Um, no, but yeah. I mean, I mean, tremendous game. I mean, I mean, Dak Prescott did adding as much as he possibly could near the end of the game to rally the troops and almost tie it up. And then I thought the Saints and Packers game was also phenomenal. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I really think uh, on, on the NFC West side, I think, uh, sorry, um, in the Eastern Division, I think it, it all runs through the Packers. Sorry, in the NFC, it all runs through the Packers. What am I saying? Shut up, Raj. You don't I know really what you're talking like the about. Seahawks. I'm mixing up NBA I, and NFL all over the place. Mix it I up. I really do like the Seahawks, though. 
You think you think it runs I through the Seahawks? Think... You think we're about to see a repeat of 2014 with the Seahawks and the Packers going against each other? I, I think that's a reasonable place for it to go at the very least. Um, I mean, obviously Chris, we're just three Chris, games what about into you? the season. What do you, who does the AFC run through, Chris? Chiefs and the Ravens. Like who else? That, is even, who else is even on their level right now? I, I thought you were gonna say the Jets because you're such a loyal Jets fan. <laughs> All right, I'm going to turn him off again. That's the third time that Raj has been put in radio timeout, Opal timeout, if you will. Um, <laughs> he's not been on his best behavior today, folks. I, I don't know what else to tell you. But yeah, I think the NFC, I, I do think there's potential for the Cardinals if they can, like, the, the Lions game was bad. It was just bad. But if they can get their act together, they have a lot of really great players on this team. I think the Seahawks and... are probably my favorite to win the Super Bowl right now. No, are you the kidding Super me? Bowl. The Super Bowl. Are you sure, Chris? I'm positive. That might be the worst take ever. No, it isn't. I wouldn't why say not? the worst take ever. I would put not? them in my Dude, top. Think about think about all the four. other teams. You said the Super Bowl, not the NFC. The Super Bowl. If man. you can if you can make it out of the NFC, you are good enough to win the Super Bowl. No, that means you have a decent chance to win the Super Bowl. I think that everyone's going to sleep on them. I think that they're going to show I mean, there's out. the Ravens and the Chiefs on the other side. No, 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 I get that. I get that. But I think that this team can match that. I agree that they can match it. I would not put them as the favorites, though. All right, that's fair. Like, I, I think... I really I, like I definitely Russell put Wilson, the Seahawks though. in, like, my top four most likely teams to win the Super Bowl. I think it's, like, Packers, Seahawks, Chiefs, Ravens right now. But I don't think the Chiefs um, and Ravens are, like, head and shoulders above them. I wouldn't say head and shoulders above them, but I still think they are at least above the seahawks mm. or at the very least i wouldn't think to put the seahawks higher than any of them okay just off of what we've seen so far i mean it is only week three I, I get what you're saying it is only week three but i've really yeah. liked what i've seen out of them is my point i i, I have as well i didn't expect them to I be definitely have as, well. as good as they've been so uh, kind of reminds me in a way in a weird way even though it's not really a totally comparable situation it's kind of like what the Miami Heat have done in the NBA playoffs, and we'll get into that more in the second hour. Like, going into the NBA season, like pre-COVID, we knew the Heat were going to be a good team, but I don't think anyone had them on their radar as an NBA Finals team, and yet here we are. So, And, and, and exactly, yeah, even going Chris, into that's playoffs, the hope, that's the hope the you got to keep NBA at Finals. the end of the day, right, Chris? And maybe, maybe the Jets somehow turn it. All right.